Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I've got Dr. Chanel Sehan with me and Karen Britt, who is co-hosting again. So, um, hey, if you're watching this, I encourage you to please grab your phone, share it with four or five, six friends, uh, get the word out, and just, just let people know we're here. And if you are interested in supporting what we're doing, we highly, highly encourage you to become a partner with us. Um, KingdomTalksMedia.com, you can go to the giving section there. And um, like I said, become a partner and help support and help get the message out. Bless you all. Thank you. Let's dive in. So, Dr. Chanel, glad you are on with us today. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good to see you and good to see you, Karen. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. to see you. <laughs> so, Karen, once again, you're co-hosting and uh, you connected with Dr. Chanel and got her on here. So, uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and share a few things and... Uh, Let's get this rolling. Well, the first thing I want to say is um, when I first saw her, it was back in the Todd Bentley times, and I saw her, um, well, preach there. And I went to, um, during that, I went to see Todd Bentley in Florida during the Lakeland times myself during Memorial Weekend. And then I saw her, and I picked up one of her books on uh, this being a seer. And actually, she was the first book I read on that. And then I just started following her. And then all of a sudden, like, I didn't see her for a while. And then she popped back in. And I go, oh, I'm going to start following her and watching. Next thing I know, she's starting to talk to people. <laughs> and <laughs> now she's full-blown. She's got a great show that comes on. She brings way different types of people into different realms. And she's talking with them and finding out things in the spiritual realm and just kind of, you know, exposing and bringing people out to teach us. But she also, she, I'm going to let her share some of this stuff. She's got a book out that she's had. I'm not going to tell her whole story. I'll let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> but she has a book and I want her to um, show her book and talk about that too. And because uh, She's got some good meat for everybody to chew on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Dr. Chanel, I would love to hear your story and, and how you got to where you're at, because uh, I've briefly seen parts of your shows here and there, and it looks like you have a pretty good, pretty big audience with your shows. And yeah, so uh, yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about your journey. I mean, were you in the church at one point and kind of got into all this, or yeah. how, how, how did it all happen? Definitely, um, definitely a lot of interwoven, you know, journey as everyone has. Um, my background is, uh, I was actually from, I'm born in Montana and mostly raised in the Northwest and overseas in Europe. My dad was military, so we, we traveled quite often. And part of that was in Montauk, which I was a part of the Montauk project there, which is another whole episode probably, but um, and I'm just, just kind of touching on some things that were kind of pivotal in life for me. Um, but, but yeah, I uh, came back, moved to the South and most of the people here at the time, uh, were, are in church, churches all over the place. And I was in my teenage years and that was like a big deal to have friends and, you know, be able yeah. to socialize. And so I had the question, um, given to me. You know what are you saved and um i was just like i don't know what that meant when i didn't grow up in church i was like you mean like from a, a boating accident or like a car accident or something <laughs> uh, 
I didn't, I didn't know, you know, I, I had an encounter at four in Montana in my grandmother's house upstairs on Easter Sunday with Yeshua. And hmm. that was also pivotal uh, right before I went to, um, to Montauk. And so there's just been a lot of, you know, synchronicities over things. You know, I was born at 333. Um, the doctor that delivered me was Dr. Harold Messenger. Um, you know, there's just been these, you know, kind of sign points of things. Jeremiah 333 is a biggie, mysteries, things that are hidden, things yeah. that are behind closed doors. Um, but when coming to the South, you know, I'm, I met some great people who introduced me to, to um, the Bible and to God. And that was just amazing and um, kind of got my, my um, programming in real good with learning the things and um, later having to unlearn the things and that's interesting mm. but it did what it did do is um, sparked uh, my spiritual connection again of just like talking to people that actually understood God because I had that encounter at four but my parents weren't in church or anything I didn't really have anyone to talk about that kind of stuff with and so yeah um in 10th grade i actually made a full-time full uh a commitment to be full-time ministry um you know did the whole walk down the aisle dedicated my life to full-time ministry i always knew i was going to be in ministry like since four i didn't yeah. i didn't call it ministry um i knew it was just something of service and love and helping people to be to know who god is and so when I was introduced to the program of church programs, I was like, oh, you know, this is my vehicle. And of course, I didn't think it's a program at the time. I was just like, do, 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 you know, like, who knows how many programs I have this very second that tomorrow I'm going to be like, what? You know, but so, but so I am a work in progress and I openly admit that. Um, but yeah. So, but in the middle of that, you know, I went to Bible school, went to seminary, you know, was going to do the whole thing. And I was told that when I went to Bible school that I could not be a minister because of my gender. I didn't have the right body parts at the time and the, and the, de um, the de uh, denomination that I was in, which I'm not anymore, obviously still a woman and, um, not in that denomination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> proud woman and so there you know there was that and uh always having dreams and visions always having different things that were not sense you know didn't make a whole lot of sense um started having dreams about um a, a man named bob jones and mm. um basically yeah started to google and say like who is this dude and up came this thing from you know, North Carolina, I think of like some university. And that was like, I don't think that's it. So, but I landed on eBay, I got on eBay and yeah. I just typed in, you know, Bob Jones and this thing came up <laughs> on eBay. and there was like a cassette tape of this guy who was speaking about these, these things that would happen with his hands and the fivefold ministry and experiences that were, you know, pretty profound. And I was like, I got it. And I think, you know, this is, I'm speaking my age here, but I pretty much wore the tape out. I mean, I just, I, I cried. I, I just was like, who is this man? Um, <laughs> and uh, I just knew I would meet him. 
And so I, um, I looked to try to find anything about him, and I saw that he was doing some things with a man named Paul Keith Davis, who I absolutely adore, uh, and but didn't know at the time. And they were going to do some. They had something coming up in um, Oregon with Todd Bentley, actually. And I was like, oh gosh, you know that would be amazing. But at the time, I was in a really difficult situation with partnership, and I, I could barely get permission to go to the mailbox, let alone, you know, go wow. country. So, um, but um, the next day, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, God, you know, I did what I did, and just whatever. And the next day, I came back, and there was a message in my email that said that he was going to be in Alabama. And so I went, uh, I did get permission for that. I went, I, I called the place ahead of time. I was like, you know, I had this dream about this guy, you know, he's supposed to lay hands on me. I didn't even know what lay hands meant. I had to ask somebody what that was. Um, because I was super Baptist and we didn't do the laying on hands stuff. And that was all old school. And, um, uh, but anyway, the, the pastor there was really patient and he was like, Oh, he doesn't really do that. He doesn't do personal ministry. You know, maybe Paul Keep, blah, blah, blah. You know, I went early the night before to make sure I would see this guy, to make sure I could get the directions because I suck at directions. And there were, there's like a prayer meeting in the parking lot at like midnight. I had driven in early and um, the guy, I was like, oh, hey, you know, this thing's tomorrow and I'm so excited and I'm going to meet Bob Jones and, you know, I have these dreams and he's going to pray for me. And, the, the the pastor was like kind of like okay yeah we'll see about that and just kind of like blew me off and really sweet guy but he just kind of laughed and um so the next morning i came in and i i got on the fourth row because uh i couldn't get any closer it was all like marked off for the specials and um but there i was in the middle and i was waiting and they came up after worship during worship they were like you know, Bob's going to be a little late. He's in a vision. And uh, I was like, okay. And so I was looking and I looked in my book and I saw in Ephesians, we are seated in heavenly places. Yeah. And, and I mean, it went like through me. Uh, and, I, and first of all, because of the chair I'm on top. Because um, that, that has a lot to do with time travel and literally being in heavenly places and which is the galaxies and um but also just this uh time travel of just your you us without the machine you know uh, without the chair and and then the past tense of it seated as if we've already done it we're already there it's not something yeah. to strive for and i was like you know how you get those and you're like oh i was like have you ever seen this? And I'm telling <laughs> you're number one over here. I'm like, did you read, have you read, I'm telling the people behind me, have you, did you seen it? Like already happened. And they're all like, yeah, that's cool. Calm down, crazy, cute lady, or whatever, <laughs> you know, but here comes um, Bob down the aisle and he comes up and he calls me out four times, praise me for different things. And, and then later, uh, one of the things that he said to me, was that I would be a teacher. Well, I had just quit seminary. And wow. so I was like not looking forward to going back to school. And to me that meant go back to school, I'm gonna have to sit around and teach a bunch of snot nosed kids. I wasn't a fan of kids at the time. I didn't have you know, I just have my own and I was like 
I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not going to go back to school. I don't want to go do all this again. And so I was really miffed and just like kind of frustrated with what he said to me. He's like, because he said, you're a prophet teacher. And actually, he just said teacher at first. He did the whole hand thing. And so I went to the coffee shop and cried. I went in the bathroom and I just cried. And I was just like, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. I'm like talking in my mind. And I came out and when I did, Bob was sitting there with Viola and he had one chair open and this guy pulls it out and he's like, oh, we've been waiting for you. And I was like, dude, what is up with the whole teacher thing? And I told him, I'm like, if you knew what all I've done, like this league year, I quit everything, you know, all those stuff. And, and he said, you're, a, he's like, stand up. And so I stood up and he's like, I'm going to touch your stomach. And when you do, you're going to go to heaven and you're going to see all this stuff and you're, it's going to make more sense. And I was like, okay you know <laughs> so i get up in the middle of this like not a starbucks but ish and there's tons of people around i have no idea i've never had anything like this happen to, to my knowledge not a church thing anyway and i get up and he touches my stomach and boom the whole coffee shop is gone and i am on a bird in the air <laughs> and the bird is this big brown bird uh, and I am literally seeing the galaxies. Uh, I can hear Bob, but I can't see him. And um, and he's say, he's telling me, "Do you see that? Do you see that?" And kind of walking me through that. And um, and then basically, I see the Earth, and it's a tiny little ball. And I'm getting closer, closer, closer. And I see fire all around different parts. And he's like, "You see that? You see that?" And basically, I know I'm going to all those places. And uh, oh, wow. and so anyway. Mm -hmm. Then he says, you know, it's time to come back. And I'm like, nope. And he's like, he says it again. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And he's like, no, really, you have to come back now. And I came back. And when I did, my hands were raised. And I couldn't speak. And there was like 40 people all around me just staring. And I didn't give a crap. And they had to <laughs> literally pick me up and take me out, bring, bring me to the church. And they brought me to the intercessory prayer room just to, like, figure it out, I guess. And, uh... <laughs> But yeah, so that was pretty interesting. Later on, um, I found out that this was, you know, I, I was attacked mentally. You know, you're just a brown bird and all this stuff. And I went and talked to Bob, and Bob had said, no, that it's, um, he, first he said, it's, it's a prophetic bird. It's, it's um, you're a prophetic teacher. And then later, um, Patricia King had found out about this encounter, and she had called me up to, um, Idaho and when she did I, I didn't know who this lady was but I was like if you know Bob and you're you know more about this and you can help me okay great I went up there and then she did the same thing she basically called me out that first night and said you know I, that she had had a dream about me and that she had had a dream with Mariah Woodworth editor and Catherine um, oh gosh Catherine Coleman and, Coleman, yeah. um, and Amy Simple McPherson and that she was supposed to drop these mantles on me and this other lady that was there and um, and call me into full-time ministry. So, yeah, that was, you know, that was much later. That was actually <laughs> a year later. And in between that, Bob had introduced me to John Paul Jackson, which I started working with him and started teaching for him. 
And so there's just been a lot of this, you know, did conference ministries, you know, for a long time, yeah. taught, wrote books, did revivals, was on TV for three years. We had our own show in the United States and Canada and overseas. Um, but all that kind of just like ended when I, I got sick. I got really sick and I went to try to figure out what was wrong with me and went to all the Western doctors for about six, seven years, couldn't get answers. Was wow. only on, um, was like 30 different medications, wasn't feeling better. You know, it was mental gymnastics to be like, take this with this one, don't take that one, take it with water, this has to be at night, this has to be with food, these can never go together. Had a small suitcase that I traveled with everywhere I went just to figure out what I was taking. Um, I traveled with Bob once a month that whole entire season um, until he passed in, in uh, 2014. Um, but, you know, so I learned a lot and I, I really felt like the Lord kept directing me back to another way to heal. And of course I believe in miracles and healing and I saw it over and over again. Yeah. Um, but there is also just like common sense and doing things that, um, you know, I looked in the word healing in the scriptures mostly means therapeo which was where we get the word therapeutics or yeah. therapy. And it's yeah. basically doing the right thing over and over again to help bring your body back into harmony. And um, even Jesus had miracles, but he also had therapeo, meaning he prayed for people. Sometimes it was the healing was over time. It wasn't instant. And I think yeah. we missed that, you know, and, so when I did find my healing through natural ways, I, I, I went back to school and uh, I, I always thought I would finish in theology or divinity, um, but I, I had all these signs to go into naturopathic, um, to be a naturopathic doctor. And I got so much crap from the church. I mean, it was like, oh. people were like, oh, she's leaving the ministry, she's a witch. You know, oils, you know, frequency. I had a Zydo machine and I would go, like, say, Florida and I was going to do a conference and people would be invited and pastors would tell their people, don't come. You know, she's a witch. She's She's got this machine that's the devil and it, it detects your frequency and you're, you know, everyone's going to go to hell if you might get a demon. If you get, How many years ago was this? This is 2010. Wow. So 10 wow. years ago, 11 years yeah. ago. Wow. I'm not going to name names or churches, but I'm telling you, it was rough. And this is after when I only, not only got my healing, but I dropped 80 pounds and uh, got off all my meds in 16 weeks. I mean, it was miraculous, some things, because 86% of all physical stuff has to do with emotional. So when I started dealing with the emotions, everything kind of went into place. But um, you know, I didn't get how people can jump from, you know, a machine that uses frequency to the devil. I mean, but for real, I mean, do you use a cell phone? Do you use an MRI? That's yeah. fine. But yeah, there's just, just always... people's fears. I mean, Christians are the I got to be careful. But, <laughs> uh, but sometimes, you know, it's it's the Christians that are the first ones to jump to demonizing something they don't understand. And the fact is, frequencies are something that we are so far behind in understanding. 
you know, when Einstein said E equals E equals MC squared, that should have been a cue to the Christians. Hey, we need to start understanding what this means because everything is energy. Yeah. Everything has a frequency. What does that mean? Because, yeah, it's all going to, and it all has an effect on us. I mean, I believe that we are the ones that actually influence and change things around us the most, but so do these, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And statistically, you can actually have chaos because these are stagnant. They, they stay. They're, they're solid and they're status. And so, yeah. uh, and they have a certain <clears throat> frequency that they carry and hold. And right. they also record. Yes. So when, when you have a chaotic field and this is introduced, it actually changes the field from yeah. the outside in um, just by presenting this within the field. And what's crazy is I have a whole card deck that I made and we did specific, uh, there's 80 cards in here and each of them have a crystal on it. They're my crystals. We tested. If people just have the card with the crystal on it, it changed the field just as much as it did the real actual crystal, which is still, wow. honestly, this is, again, this is quantum physics, it's frequency, it's science. Quantum entanglement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, that's the thing, you know, it's like uh, you, you said, you know, these crystals, they have memory and, and it's like... Uh, some people could freak out and just check out because of uh, that <laughs> statement. And yet, Google it. It's, um, you know, science t scientists are looking at what can they begin putting data onto that will hold it longer because, um, you know, our cell phones are good for five to 20 years, maybe, you know, the hard drive in your computer, same thing. All these things are limited in their storage. A paper book has more longevity than, you know, than, uh, uh, you know, our hard drives. You know, so they're like, what can we start storing things on? And scientifically, they're studying crystals, and they believe that crystals could begin to hold data for 10,000 years. But even beyond that, you know, again, so just saying the crystal thing is totally legit. But if people don't know, they're studying human DNA, which is the best thing that they have found to store data on. And you can actually store all the data that the entire world has to offer on about a meter's worth of... Uh, human DNA and it could store all of it on there. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's amazing things out there that scientifically they're proven. And, um, you know, if somebody really wants to go way out on the edge, I guess they could call that d demonic as well. But I believe the science is simply discovering what God's already done. And a lot of science is very divine. Well, God is the biggest scientist of all. And absolutely. The thing is, this is frequency. This has frequency. All the, yep. you know, color, music, you know, worship. I totally together. agree. And so we're 67 megahertz. And when it gets lower than that, we're opening ourselves up to dis-ease. And there's things that can yeah. lower and there's things that can high, you know, high up. But, but you know, for those who are using, who think that crystals are bad, I'm, all, I'm like, this is crazy because you're, you've been using them all along. Right. They're, they're in everything. They're in your, your glasses. They're in your watches and your cell phones. They're you're in most everything that's technology. But, yeah. people, but people pick and choose. Well, that's good, but this is bad. But so anyway, but yeah. And, they, and it's just typical of human beings, actually, not just Christians. I'll, I'll, I'll give the, take that away from just putting it on Christians. But human beings as a whole tend to demonize things that they don't understand. True. Yeah. 
yes and i did it i, I understand <laughs> it's it's fair i mean i get yep. it and now i'm hopefully in a better place where literally i don't even care if you come and tell me like cookie monster is your real dad and i would be like okay i'll check into it like i have nothing <laughs> me anymore you know i, I try to be very yeah. open um even with what i do learn i always I'm okay if I'm wrong and you know I move on to yeah. the next thing I tell everybody you know when I said that I wasn't right or I found out this is more to it or yeah you know it's like just to stay humble and to be honest um but yeah I had an encounter in 2010 with a, a two beings um that really shifted everything and part of that got me to be an MD um and they have come and gone several times since then and and then now in this last, oh gosh, I guess, I guess it was about four or five years ago. I was really having a lot more memories seep through, and not understanding what I was seeing, and just kind of putting it off like, that's a terrible thing to imagine, or, you know, you're really going out there, like, you know, get your mind back, and why would you think such a terrible thing? Um, but then over time, I realized that these things are all the same exact images that none of them changed that they were uh, the same colors the same people the same situations the details were exact and uh, i had to start looking in i didn't have to but i decided i chose to look into like what in the world is this all about and um and the last five years has been really going back to figuring out what happened in montauk and so yeah. um <laughs> And some of that I don't want to know, probably. And, you know, sometimes I take a break and I'm just like, you know, uh, this is a season or I'm just going to like let it go. And then I'm, I'm curious again and, I, and I'm okay. And I kind of like transmute and integrate a little more to, to be open to, to find out. But, uh, you know, a couple things happen. I, I, I literally, ran into a couple people who were there and instantly there were some things that came through and I was just like very much traumatized. Um, one person, um, someone had sent me a link to a person who's named Max Spears and when the link came through, I watched him and I literally just, I lost it because I was like, I know him. I, I know him. I knew, I, I just could remember everything not everything, but everything, like there was so much that came through just with that. And I thought I wasn't going to make it for like three days. I literally was on the floor in the beetle position for about three days, just going like, I don't know if I can handle it, but, uh, it was just a lot that came through. And, and then, and yet like at the beginning, when I first saw him instantly, I was like, yes. And I got to find him. And um, I'm going to get more answers. And then I Googled and tried to find, and I found out that he was actually murdered. Um, and so I was like, I, I found him and I lost him in just like a sec. And so, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just been a journey of, you know, finding other people who have been through similar, you know, along the way. It's interesting. I was with Ian uh, Clayton, I think you know him, um, in Wyoming. God, like 2008 or nine. And there was a pastor there that had come to us and wanted us to help and said, you know, please, um, 
we are trying to figure out what to do. I have, like, I think she had 40 women recorded at that moment who had all been abducted and impregnated. And then the babies were taken. And I'm just like, that blew me away. I was like, I mean, I was like, what? You know, first of all, how am I going to help with that? Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you even say? And second of all, I mean, that many cases in just a small vicinity area, yeah. it's like, okay, how do you deny that? You know, like multiple people all saying different things and they don't know each other. And they're, I mean, some of them were out of state, some of them was across the line of Montana. So, um, yeah. And some those things just kept kind of trickling in, and uh, just really took me to this this path that I'm on now. I'm just really looking for truth, um, not for just myself, but for the others, and for so much things. So many things have been suppressed, not just technology, uh, but medicine. Um, you know, the truth about the Bible, the truth about you know the United States, the truth about the world. You know, and uh, so I've just been. I guess in this last five years, really been committed to bringing forth the truth and and um, allowing people to have those discussions and to talk about it and to feel free in a safe place to ask questions without judgment and just to um, look into like near-death experiences or uh, time travel or super space programs or, um, you know, all, all of the above aliens um you know health government you know the just everything so and it looks like you guys are definitely doing a lot yourself i mean I've, i haven't ever watched one of your shows but i know a lot of the people who have been on your shows and um really enjoy um their friendships and i was like yeah. one day i'm gonna meet them i know it's gonna be awesome <laughs> and we will we will i bet we've been through alabama a couple times uh uh, we're going to be in South Carolina here uh, in the next few weeks, but uh, don't have anything scheduled down that far for a while, so we'll, we'll see. Um, I, was, I wanted to throw this question out because uh, we we had this question for the last person that we had on as well, and it's becoming more and more important to me and our, our ministry uh, with all this stuff. You know, you've shared a lot of stuff, which is, is good. And, and yeah, we are dealing with it at different levels uh, with different people. Um, how do we look at changing the world in a better way, for the better, through all of this? Um, and the reason I bring that up is because, um, you know, there are those people who who um, are running after the fix. You know, it's kind of like a drug fix. It's like the... Um, um, the uh, Pentecostal or the, um, you know, running to the, the next big event and, you know, the conference junkies and so forth. Um, trying to avoid that with what we're stepping into because, wow, it's, it's mind-boggling and can definitely lead into some of that again. So, you know, what we're looking at is how do we get people to focus on what's going to actually change the world? Now, people need to be healed. You got to be healed. You got to be healed before you can actually have a, a good, you know, positive impact on the world. So I guess that's what, you know, what I'm asking is, is how does all this fit into doing something that is going to move our world in the right direction, get it out of all the chaos and the fear and, and frustration that people are feeling right now? Yes, great question. Um, I have a whole book about it, actually, called The Science of Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, there uh, we go. 
my first book was Keys to Third Heaven, and it talked about a lot of this, and this is just kind of like an extra step, uh, more of the science and scriptures to back it up. But, um, you know, everything starts, like you said, on the inside. Everything's an inside job, and everything works from the inside out. And it will take a collective effort, but it doesn't mean that you need everybody. It just means, right. you know, like Gideon's army, you know, we... They did, we had 300 people and look what they did. Yeah. So, um, but so on a conscious level and on a neuroscience level, and then with just karma or you want to call it sowing, reaping and sowing or um, the biofield or what happens in the field with the law of attraction is everything you think about, talk about and feel. And then that mix with your signature code, because we all have an imprint on the, on the code. And that code is projected through the cells out into the field. And then it mixes with what you think about, talk about, and what you feel. And so that is all in the code. And that's what's that's what I was seeing after I met Bob for that first time. He prayed for me and immediately I started seeing fields everywhere. And I wow. actually even wow. went to the doctor and I was like, my mother's blind, her mother's blind, her mother her grandfather's blind. And so I thought, oh my gosh, something's wrong with me. And is this mm. how it started? And I actually went to an eye doctor and they were like, uh, at the time I couldn't see far away very well. I wore glasses. I would see glass. I use glasses to read up close now, but um, they said, no, you have like 10, 10 vision. And I, so I had, I, I had upgraded to seeing in this other dimension somehow. Um, and what it looks like is symbols, code, uh, colors, you know, there's some things that I didn't recognize, that I didn't understand, uh, sacred geometry, um, you know, lots of things were in the code, books and ideas and inventions. And so um, what we think about, talk about and feel and the signature code goes out and it, it not only radiates like, like a, like an antenna sending out but it also has reception powers um, mm-hmm. and the heart is the most receptive. It's, it's actually 10 times, a hundred times more than, than the brain as far as um, magnetizing <laughs> in. And that's why they call it the electrical bio, a mag, the electric magnetic field or the auric field or the aura, or there's a lot of different ways, but bio field to dual, meaning it does two things. It radiates out and it magnetizes. So, the, the best and most amazing thing that we can do in this time is to just be extremely aware of what we're thinking about, talking about, and what we're feeling. Oh, yeah. And, totally agree. And then also um, going into the DNA to see what needs to clear. Like, what do we need? What hasn't worked in the DNA? Because the subconscious and, and runs most everything, 95% of everything. And the DNA has a lot to do with that. And so you could be like the nicest person and like, I'm nice, I'm loyal, I do all these things, but you could keep getting, you know, something's, you know, in your field and in these patterns that are just not working. And it's like, why do I keep getting these liars or these, you know, thieves or, you know, crazy chaotic people or whatever. It's like, okay, well, let's look into what you're putting out. You know, first of all, you only get what you are. So it, even if you're nice and all that, it could be even deeper where it goes in, where it's like a signature thing where a grandpa or a great grandpa or somebody was chaotic. And like, even if 1% of you has got that out there, 
everyone will submit to your lowest common denominator, whether they like it or not. It's just they have to because it's math. And I don't think a lot of people, I mean, I do think some people, but I don't think a lot of people wake up and go, how can I just be a jerk today and ruin right. people's lives? <laughs> right. Um, but you, you get, you know, out there and you're entangled in other people's stuff and then you have your stuff and it's you, you know it's like uh if you have um like uh what do you call that thing a, a a thing you jump up and down um a trampoline trampoline if you have a trampoline <laughs> thank you and you're sitting in the middle of the trampoline and you know how it'll kind of dip mm -hmm. yeah. right now if someone comes and sits next to you what happens you kind of lean over a little bit mm -hmm. you know yeah. And if someone comes behind you, guess what? You, you go back. And this is how energy is. It's, you, you don't even mean to, but it's just the way it is. It's the law. And so you, you, find, you may find yourself, if you have anything in you that connects to that lower denomination, yeah. you, it's literally an equation that you will submit to unless you're awake to it. Now, if you know, yeah. like, I have tendencies to do this, this, and this, and you can be cognitive about it and you can be cognitive I'm going in I'm going to hang out with this person and she's got this and I got this and I don't like this right. about her that's really me you know <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you can yeah you can be aware and actually the scripture says guard your heart for it's a yeah. wellspring of life <clears throat> and that word guard does not mean guard when I think of guard I think like protect like get away from me I gotta keep my cards covered you might mm -hmm. get me or do something terrible but, but when I looked at the scripture, guard does not mean guard. Guard actually says to be aware of, to be aware of what you're re, what you're putting out. Yeah. And why would God say that? Because it's a wellspring of life. Meaning there's movement. There's a river. Yeah. You know what you what you are, you get. And God doesn't want us to have bad stuff. So God's like, yeah. hey, be aware, be aware, be aware of the well, eye gates, ear gates, mouth. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Paul's very clear to take every thought captive and that we don't just let everything run, that when you realize, wait a minute, this doesn't align with who I am, I'm going to stop this so that I can align. And that's that's something I just wrote down, you know, it's something we, we would teach is alignment, attraction, and impact. That when you actually align with who you are, your identity, that um, you begin to attract all the things that you're meant to have and supposed to have in order to do and have the impact that you're here to have. And, but it's alignment first, it's uh, identity. And, and that really does, you know, your identity has a lot to do with the way you think about yourself. And, our, and that, that comes from ego. A lot of it comes from ego because we're born into this world. We need ego when we come into the world because it's kind of self-protective, but eventually you got to pass through ego and get to your divine identity. And uh, so anyway, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And it, it's to me, one of the most important things is, is your identity. So I, I love this. Let me show you this thing. Speaking of ego, I don't know if it'll come through on the thing. I just found this. It says, Lego, Lego, oh, your ego. Instead yes. of Lego, your ego. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I've thought of that many times. That, But that tells our age, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> we don't have an age. <laughs> yes. We don't. Actually, yeah. I mean, hey, all we're, all we're counting is how many times we go around the sun. It has nothing to do with how old we are. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, as we 
work on us energetically, we're automatically going to get different results. And I like how you were talking about alignment because I like to use the word remember. That's a big word for me to redo again, member union. Yeah. Too. And, and that's what the book has talked about too. It, the science of miracles, remembering the frequency of love, who is God. And yeah. when we are in God, we can actually frequency hop. And uh, and that's that's really fun to to be able to stay in Psalms ninety one where where if everything we're thinking about, talking about, feeling, and we and we are love, love, and we are God, and everything that God is, guess what? That's what goes out into the field, and then you only get a match yeah. to that. Yeah. No, that's good. I I love it. I mean, I've 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 used the term, um, you know, I am everything that God is, but I'm not Him. Now, some people would disagree with that at, at different and various levels, but I just, um, I, I believe that there is a, a superhuman consciousness that covers everything, and I'm a piece and a part of that, and I am proud and honored to be a piece and a part of that. I don't need to be the whole thing, and if I were the whole thing, many people could look at me and say, you suck at being God. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, but I'm glad I'm not. So he knows what he's doing, and um, you know he's bringing it all together. He's the master chess player. Yes, he's, God he's the most good. high God. Yeah, <laughs> my there Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> and, and going back to your question of like, instead of waiting for anything external, whether it's God, who yeah. is all about free will, or you know Superman, or Jesus, or the Easter Bunny, or certain government official. You know, it's it, we are the will of God. I am God's will, and we, when we step into remembering that we're the ones that are called to co-mission here on the planet and to be, you know, He, Jesus left highest scalar waves ever. By the way, Jesus left and was like, you know, um, I, I'm commissioning you. We're now in a co-mission. And uh, I think a lot of people, uh, some of the programs uh, are like, you know, we're just waiting for Jesus uh, or it's getting so bad. Yeah. I can't wait till Jesus comes back. And it's like, I think Jesus would be like, oh, myself, like over some stuff. <laughs> you know, right, right. He came to literally teach us to be like him and do greater things than, that, than him. Right. Not to wait on him to come back. I mean, right. we're the ones here. That are supposed to be the yeah. Nikos and the Supermans and the Superwomans. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, I'm, go ahead, Karen. I want to ask her, because somebody that don't know, can you explain the scalar waves? Yeah, so scalar waves are, you know, just like frequency, we can test what, um, what someone is. And we do different categories. So we can do it on finances, relationship, integrity, uh, what your incarnation was, which what you were at birth, um, your let's see, I'm trying to think of some of the other categories, um, your generosity levels, um, you know where you are right now, and and so Jesus actually a thousand seven seven hundred and above is considered illuminated or you know wow. really high. Um, and a thousand is the highest that's ever been scored on on Earth, anyway. Now, off planet, that's another story. Um, but Jesus is a thousand, 
and there was and they have tested tons of people um the only other person that was equivalent to that and this may break people out I don't, i'm just being I'm just science information was mary magdalene or is mary magdalene and they were equal a thousand which um i definitely invite everyone to really look and dig into mary magdalene and see who she really was and who the bible says she is versus what she really was and is so um i believe and, and this is just me after you know only five years of studying but five years of pretty big studying um her and just some different things outside of that um that you know she was pre very presented very differently in scriptures than um for whatever reason whether that was on purpose uh or not but there i believe they were twin flames personally so if um you know obviously there's i'm i'm guessing there's some people watching they're going to have this question so i'll just ask it it's like so how did they how, how do you how did they or how do they test jesus and mary magdalene how do they know you know they, they were a thousand is there a, they, something specific that they do or they have they double blind tests sometimes triple so different people in different places are all testing at the same and then after they've done this oh god they're scientists, so they've done it. You know, scientists don't just go, oh, okay, call it a day. We did it once, and there you go. Um, thousands of times they've done it now where they've tested, and they come back with 99.9% exact same uh, results. And so now they've tested people who are living on the earth, people who've passed, uh, and they can see, like, over their journey, even if you've passed, like Joan of Arc they've done, or... Uh, Tesla or um, former presidents or whoever, where you can say, so, okay, they were born into this, but they came up this high and, you know, you know, whatever. So is it based on some of their actions, recorded actions and things that they've done and accomplished? Is it based off of that then? Is that what they're looking at? It's the field, their field, yeah. their actual biofield. So... If someone's passed, you know, they, they, they're not alive to have a field anymore, but you could say, right. um, how was, I'm trying to think of someone who's passed, I guess, Jesus and his relationships and Bill Yeah. Texas. Okay. So that's what I was, that's or, what I was getting at. Yeah. How was All right. Jesus and generosity or how was Jesus and his finances or, uh, I mean, all the different, there's like 15, 20 different categories. Okay. Uh, and they can even test what dimension, um, people are in whether they're in the third fourth fifth sixth all the way up which there are people on the planet right now who are already in the 10th and 11th dimension versus most people in 3d some people even 2d which is kind of sucky but anyway <laughs> 3D, 3D. so we got about uh 10 12 minutes left um uh okay before before we go any further let's um just have you share with us and we'll put it in the notes as well so if you're watching this uh we you know it's pre-recorded but if you're watching it uh it'll be in the notes so you can click the links to get a hold of dr charnel so um what are some of the links that you would want people to get to in order to connect with you pretty much if you go to swiftfire.org that is like the main one if you go to swiftfire.org you can get on the newsletter that's the best way to get most of the information of the things that I cannot talk about on most of the platforms because they took my channel away a few times. And um, my 10 years work of all the interviews and things that we have on there. But um, but yeah, wow. it started over. 
several times. We have BitChute, Rumble, Instagram, Facebook. But if you go to SwiftRider.org and get on the newsletter, you're going to get all the the meaty things that I don't necessarily talk about anywhere else. And it'll give it'll show you like my classes, uh, my books, my resources, uh, interviews there. Uh, I also do consultations, uh, not only for naturopathic, but coaching or um, energy stuff. And we do remote biofeedback. So if you're far away, I can actually scan you and we can see where you're at, what's going on. You can look at your organs, your hormones, your brain anatomy, your EEGs, um, really specific things of what's going on with you. Um, and then we send back the frequencies to you to balance it back. But then if you want, we can do a consultation and I could say, okay, I'm sending you these energies, but I'm going to give you some homework on some things that will help anchor those in. So you stay, you know, just keep on, you know, trying to yeah. get back out again because habits, um, can like yeah. you right back into the old. And mm -hmm. so, um, so I, I do that with people all over the world. We have like 15,000, um, consultations that we've done now and and growing all the time we stay really booked up but we're seeing really amazing miracles and people shifting and um, you know intuitively dreams you know everything goes together everything is integration so if you feel the emotions you're gonna get better in the physical and vice versa so we work with all of it and I love the word integrity um, because it means you're fully integrated. So we work with all of it. And that's what I love about, you know, our work is, you know, we have a great team of people that help and groups and lots of resources for that. Wow. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> well, so like I said, now we got about 10 minutes or less left. Um, what would you like to share or get out to everybody in the last 10 minutes that we have? Oh gosh. I would just really encourage you um, in this season to be extremely aware of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're talking about, who you're hanging out with. There are three questions that I have been working with over the last few years and, and I continue. Um, I used to just have two, but I picked up a new question here lately. And uh, it was about 10, it was 2010 when I first got the question that I heard was, what are you thinking? And I, stopped myself and said what are you thinking and i realized what i was thinking was about like uh julia roberts uh, and uh some other person getting a divorce or you know it's just like sandra bullock and jesse james were getting a divorce i mean just mm -hmm. random like i'm like okay that's probably not gonna help anything so uh, right. so i just i put post-its all over you know what are you thinking what are you thinking about? <laughs> i put in my car on my purse and made myself notes and that became really, really a biggie. And just so I, cause we're on autopilot sometimes and we're just not even aware what, right. where we're going. Um, recently, my second question was, that came to me just two weeks ago was, where are you? And I was sitting in my living room, my kids were around, I was on the phone, I was answering texts uh, and also thinking about something that happened five years ago, multitasking, all those things. And I realized I am not here for sure. And, oh, yeah. and so I was like, whoops, I recommit. And I got back in my body and stayed with, with the people that I was with. And I've noticed yeah. going to restaurants or wherever people are just, you know, wherever they are. Um, and even if they're not on a screen, 
you could be in a room and you could be thinking about what you're going to do when you leave the room or get off the interview or grocery list right. tomorrow. And so I'm, I'm really trying, I'm choosing to train myself more and ask that question and post that all over. Where are, you, where are you? Yes. Cause when we are present, the chemistry of the body is way um, more in harmony because the future and the past brings stress thinking about the past or trying to, you know, X, Y, Z, all the future. futures uh, can yeah. really cause havoc and fight or flight. And we've seen that in the scans with, with, you know, the fight or flight adrenals, everything in the body that messes up from that stress. So staying present when we are present, we are pre-sent and we are a present. We are God's present. So that's, that's good. And then the last question is that I keep asking not just myself, but everyone is who do you think you are? And I got that from Bobby Connor because we were at a conference one time and he had uh, an encounter with the God and a demonic force and the enemy, whatever you want to call it was saying, um, who do you think you are? You know, who do you think you are? And just like, whatever, whatever. And Bobby said that he heard him, ask himself who do you think you are like god was asking him who do you think you are and that that was uh, around the same time when the thought thing came where it's like what are you thinking and then mm -hmm. that was coupled with who do you think you are and i was like wow so that's just really stuck with me but now i'm working with all these three things and then one thing i just the last thing i would say is um play for no reason I mean, do laugh and do, go do creative yeah. things, color, go outside, be in nature, get magnesium baths, foot baths, get a massage. Like this is crazy yeah. times. And the more we can laugh and watch funny movies and I'm not saying like, turn it off. Like it's not happening uh, or deny that anything's going on. But also if we can clear the energy of the fear and the chaos and everything that's trying to bombard, then we can actually be the one that's shifting things. Instead there you of being go. a sponge taking everything on, that we're going to be more like the sun radiating out with every cell that That's we good. are, and just blasting people and igniting everyone with God's presence. And literally, one of my mantras is, um, "I am that I am," and I ignite the Christ in everyone I contact. And just it's good, you know, grocery store, post office, wherever. Like before you go anywhere, I'm already in that. I am that I am and I ignite the Christ in everyone I contact and I expect it and I believe it and I get results because that's yeah. what my belief is and to believe is to be alive in something and I'm alive in Christ and you are alive yeah. in Christ and we get to yeah. do this. This is a great time for us to be here. Love that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Karen, do you have anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, but I um, mean, just stay tuned and uh, stay on the line, uh, Charnel as we go to the behind the scenes. And if you guys just, again, reach out to Chanel, she's your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been great. Glad you came Very on, Chanel. We thank just you. Bless you guys. Love you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, Charnel, thank you so much for being on. And uh, just thank you to all of our viewers. If you want to see the behind the scenes section, go to our uh, website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Go to the shortcuts, and there's a place where it says behind the scenes. 
and you can click that. That's actually a small support for the ministry here, $10 a month, but you get all the videos early as well as the behind the scenes, which is only for the members. And um, hopefully we'll see you there. And thank you to Dr. Charnel. It's been an honor having you on. Can I uh, we'll finally get to meet. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Yeah. I just want to say, could I've talked to Karen last week and with tears in my eyes and just forever gratitude for what she's doing in humanity. And now I get to tell you, like, <laughs> thank you for what you're doing. It really matters what you're doing. You're such a blessing. You guys are just affecting way more people through social media. You're using a tool that could be terrible and used in the, in the negative and you are pushing through the darkness with light. And I, I don't get to see everything you do, but when I see you guys doing something, I send you love and I just wish you so much love and radiation and peace and health and all the things to you and your families and just such honor and love for both of you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. appreciate that a lot. Just a, such an honor to have you on. Blessings. Love Karen, you. thank you. Yeah. Stay thank on you. the line. Shut up. Love you guys. And